0: Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori.
1: And Ori, who have we got back? Well, a special gentleman, Fred. Welcome back. And the reason we got you back, what is the car you've got?
2: It's a 68 Shelby GT500 KR.
1: KR. What's KR stand for?
2: King of the road.
0: King of the road. The GT. Everyone knows what GT stands for. They took that off the Italians with the Ferraris, but anyway, we won't talk about that. But there's something special about this car, Mick.
2: You really got to think about Ferraris, haven't you, Mike? Yeah, I do have. <laughs> or so I, ha- up, I, so I have. I <laughs> have. It's Ford versus uh, Ferrari here.
1: Yeah. Well, in recent conversations, I think you've got something about Ferrari <laughs> yeah, about you too. We'll talk about later. But anyway, but this is a special car, Mick. It is signed by Carroll Shelby himself.
0: So the glove box is actually signed by Carroll Shelby. So tell us about that, Fred. How did that come about?
2: Uh, well, the, before the car was uh, bought to Australia, the the owner, the last owner in America, I don't know how he must have known someone, who knew someone, and uh, Shelby Motors Corporation were doing a, a teaser video on the 40 years of uh, Shelby, and they were doing a teaser video for the uh, 20, uh, 2008 uh, Shelby, and they wanted a, Nineteen sixty-eight Shelby. So uh, this one got in the video. Uh, they used this one as the uh, in the video in the pro- in the promo. So uh, I've actually got uh, the video uh, DVD and photos of Carol Shelby uh, sitting in the car, driving the car, and uh, signing the uh, the panel above the uh, glove box.
0: That that's Wait, unbelievable. That's isn't legendary.
1: It? That's legendary stuff. I love that.
0: Now with that though, Fred, I mean. Were you looking for a, particularly a 68, or were you looking, I mean, I assume you were looking for the Shelby, but were you looking for a 68? Uh,
2: yes, I was. And uh, the reason I was looking for a 68 was because uh, I had a standard, I had a 68 fastback Mustang, which is a, you know, your standard, you know, 29, yep. you no, know, auto, or Air conditioning, and then I was looking for something a bit more upmarket. So, uh, a bit more uh, up market So, so uh, yeah, a bit more power. Bit, so, uh, yeah, I like the I like the sixty-eight. So you wanted si- a matching, yeah?
1: Because that sixty-eight came out with a three hundred and fifty and a five hundred.
2: Uh, the GT three hundred and fifty, yes, yeah. which had a three hundred and two engine,
1: and the, and yours has got
2: four hundred and twenty-eight cubic inch. So
0: it's a, it was a big engine. A big engine. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. can call them muscle cars, can't we?
2: Uh, I think we can call it. I think cars. so. I yeah, think we yeah. can. Uh, this is the sort of engine that is a nightmare to work on because it's got in '68 the uh, rules changed in America, so you have got to have the uh, the smog anti-pollution system in there. Being a 428 is a big block, and there's you can barely fit your small finger between the spring tower and the the uh, the head of the we've got the uh, the rocker cover. To give an example, if you want to take the if you need, you need to change a spark plug. On the left-hand bank, you need to remove the rocker cover to get in there. Or alternatively, you need to undo the engine mount on the left-hand side of the car, raise, the, lift the engine up a bit enough to be able to get your hand and your tools in there to be able to, to change the spark plug.
0: Okay, so they didn't really care about who was working on it after. No, they didn't. And but with the uh, with the '68, I mean, you were look particularly looking for the '68, and uh, you found it, Well, I'll say locally, we found you found it in Australia.
2: Yes, the uh, I found the uh, after looking for a few months, so I the car came up on one of the magazines. I can't remember which one, and uh, the car was in Emerald in Queensland. So okay,
0: so it was in Emerald, and it's an Acapulco Blue. That's Is that right, go right? Blue? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, but it's an Emerald Emerald in Queensland. Now, with that car, when you bought it over here, did you have any aspirations or what you were going to do with it?
2: No, I didn't. I no. I when I. Found the car that I wanted, and I I liked it, I loved it, and I fell in love with it when I went to have a look at it, and uh, I just wanted to get it home.
0: Were you concerned about whether it was matching numbers, whether it was a real sh- Shelby uh, all that? I mean, oh,
2: yes, definitely. That that was a criteria of getting uh, for me for getting a car of this kind. I didn't want a. There's a lot. There's you know you hear stories of you know cars that are been duplicated and replicated, but uh, so I wanted to make sure that it was a genuine uh, car, matching numbers and uh, before going up there to have a look at the car, well, I spoke to a friend of mine in uh, in Melbourne, and uh, who's pretty fait with Shelby's, and uh, he gave me a list of things to look for. And so, it, uh,
1: so when so you went over to look for it, yeah. So, so you went over to the states to look for
2: it. No, no, the car was in Central Queensland, in Emerald, and it's, it's a okay. So it was. It was in Australia. It was the 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 previous owner here? He had bought it, he imported it in Australia. He had the full in, import, uh, uh, you know invoices and uh, permits and everything, so it would, it's all legit. And left-hand drive. So legit. it's original left-hand drive. Which you can have because it's over 30 years old. Yeah. yeah. yeah,
0: Okay. So what was on the car that you picked up when you went and had a look at it that was not, uh us say, not original?
2: I can't think of anything that was not original. Actually, the only thing that was not original really was the tyres the because the tyres are supposed to be the Goodyear um, polyglass that came out of the factory with it. But... Those tires are very, you know, expensive and hard to come by. You have to get them from the states, and that was one of the things that didn't have it. But you know, to me, that, that was that, that was a matter. second, that was yeah. a secondary, uh, sort of not, not a major issue. Uh, but everything else checked out, everything down to the uh, the numbers on the, uh, the casting numbers on the carburetor.
0: And is it the the Shelby's that have actually all matching numbers, whereas some of the Ford Mustangs, it's they don't go by matching numbers as much. Is that correct?
2: Well, the Shelby's, I guess, are the ones that are more uh, sought after, so that the matching numbers are more important. All cars, as far as I know, all Mustangs, and that have, you know, have matching numbers because of, in in America, there's no uh, engine numbers; they it, go by casting but, numbers. Yeah, so you can have numbers, aren't long they?
0: as the block number was prior to the build of the car. Correct. That's what they call matching numbers. Yep. But in the Shelby case, it had to be the specific engine.
2: Yes, specific engine, and because also the Shelby have, this particular one is automatic, it's got a C6, the extension housing on the C6 has to be cast iron, not aluminium, which tells you it's a Shelby. Okay. Uh, So there's a few, that and then a whole list of other, you know, little things that, uh, you know, identify it as a genuine Shelby.
0: So you were no dramas once you went and had a look at it, and uh, you were, you were pretty sure. You took someone out with you. You took someone with you, or you went by uh, yourself.
2: Yeah, I took my wife.
0: Oh right, okay. Marina <laughs> came along. Yeah, friend came
2: along, and uh, she was holding the torch for me while I was looking from underneath the guards to check the uh, the stamping numbers on the uh, on the guard that matched the uh, the VIN There
1: you go. So, Fred, just to that point before about the aluminium. And your covers. That Shelby KR engine was left stock stock adding die-cast aluminium valve covers with Cobra Le Mans on there. Correct. Has yours got that? Yes. You know why, Mick? No. To note Ford's FE engine's family victory over Ferrari v. Le Mans at Le Mans in 66 and 67. Yeah,
0: we shouldn't talk about that.
1: Right, so that (laughs) car there... And now we know why Fred's got a Ford GT also. That's right. There you go. He loves mm. he loves them over Ferrari so much more. But it's interesting that this, you know, that engine was known as a Cobra Jet. Cobra Jet. Yeah. I was aware of that, yeah. yeah. So, so how quick is it? For a car uh, of that era.
2: Gee, for a car of that era. I think it was uh, doing uh, about a 15 second quarter mile.
0: And 0 to 60? Oh,
2: I <laughs> well, don't know. That, don't know anyway, it doesn't does matter. But
0: what, what about, okay, we're talking about the quarter mile. We're talking about. An American muscle car. What was it like around the corners? Well, what is uh, it like around the corners?
2: Well, it's. I got to say, it's not like the Ford GT. The, the, it's better than the Ford Australian it, it, Ford GT. It's. it's But uh, well, it's probably similar because it's got the they've got they've got similar suspension. They've got similar you know all the uh, mechanicals are, are very similar. Uh, it has got you know a bit stronger uh, uh, shocks on it. So yeah, around the corners it handles like an Australian uh, or any uh, Falcon.
0: Big muscle so, car. So we, we've got images of the car when you bought it, and it was, I mean, the images, and I saw it you know, firsthand, they looked they look good to me, it was uh, all original, and you know, had a bit of patina on it, I don't know if it had been re-sprayed at all, do you know? Yeah,
2: some of the panels had been uh, touched up, I mean, for a uh, 40-odd year old car, uh, yeah, some of the panels had had uh, you know, a coat of paint on it, uh, but it was still in good condition, and as I said, it was a really good daily driver.
1: So you know when you found that car in Queensland, did did you know that it was for sale? I mean, how did how did you find that car? Was uh, it through it,
2: the club? Or? No, in one of the uh, car magazines. You know, if it was in, like I think it was unique cars or, or just, uh, just cars. cars or one of those. So did you yeah.
1: go and drive it?
2: Uh, I, I did take it for a drive up there. Yes, and
1: With you knew straight away then. Yeah. Okay, and so then you get it back to mix point now. Yeah, so which you, was in great condition.
0: You get it back in Adelaide and. Um, and you modified it. When I say modified it, you decided to restore it. Does right. that just happen overnight or how did that come yeah. about?
2: I can't remember exactly how that came <laughs> about. I think I just, uh, for a while there, I thought this great car and drives well and, you know, but then I thought I could make it something better and make it a show winner or, you know, a concourse winner. So I went ahead and uh, stripped it all and had someone, had a Professionally done and uh, had it dipped, so it went, the car was down to bare metal, bare shell, dipped, and we were you know, concerned that when uh, when it got into the uh, when it goes into the alkaline bath, because a lot of people refer to it as the acid bath, but it's actually an alkaline bath, and uh, we we're concerned that when it comes out, if we get the full. We don't get just half the right uh,
0: That's right. <laughs> you don't, some that. of the rest of the car's in the <laughs> bath still.
2: But uh, no, the uh, it came out fully as, as it went in. There was a couple of minor, uh, you know, a bit of honeycombing in the uh, in part of the floor pan under the driver's seat. But other than that, everything was intact and uh, in good condition.
0: Okay, so you went out to do a full restoration, a concourse restoration or whatever yeah, That's what they, they call, call it. a
2: full nut and bolt concourse restoration.
1: But how long after you owned it did you make that decision you were going to do that?
2: About two years. Oh, so you had it so, for a couple okay, of so years. Okay, so you enjoyed yeah. it
1: for a couple of years. Yeah. And did you enter it in any shows prior? No, you just no. said, no, now I'm going to make it a concourse winner. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: I thought you may have entered it and not got the trophy you wanted. So <laughs> in
0: terms of, you know, doing it, you know, put making it concourse, and, you know, we've talked about it before, as different levels of restoration. Now, you've gone to the highest level you could possibly go, I understand. So in terms of what did you aim for, at what level awards did you aim for? Uh,
2: well when I started doing it, I knew that you know, if I was going to do it I wanted to go for the uh, the, the top you know it had to be Best of show uh, concourse original uh, thoroughbred class whatever and, uh, and what's, what's known in the in, in, in that uh, area and uh, so it had to be the car had to be the way it came out of the showroom
0: All right so therefore the signed glove box or the above the glove box of Shelby um, Carol Shelby. It's not the way it came out of the showroom. It's not the way it came out of the show. And we've no. spoken so about it So you this removed
1: moment. it.
2: I had to. Well, if I did unless if I didn't remove it I'd lose points in the judging. Then so now go.
1: it's framed. Obviously. Now it's framed in the garage, yes. Nice. So you've still got it, which still, is... A, yeah. And the a, photos a, a, of him sitting in the car. So, yeah, yeah the provenance of the vehicle still remains. Yeah. That's right. So, so going back to the awards, you know,
0: I mean, you're saying the highest level awards. I mean, are we talking local as in South Australia? You're talking Australia? You're talking overseas? What, what is that? I'm talking about Australia nationally. Okay. So Australia nationally, you've got to what level? Uh, the highest level
2: of a uh, Aboriginal car.
0: Okay, so, the highest level here, which is called what in – so in, in Ferrari terms, it's Platinum and then Best of Show or whatever. So in, in, in the Shelby's? Know, it's called Thoroughbred. Thoroughbred. So that you won at Motor Classica
1: as well?
2: Moto Classica is a different entry, but I did oh, I, the, I did win in my class at Motor Yeah. when I showed so, it there.
1: So how long did the restoration take?
2: Uh, about two years. That's so pretty good.
1: Only two years, two years yeah. to restore, and then how soon after the restoration was finished did you – First, enter it into the first
2: concourse. Oh, straight afterwards. Straight yes. afterwards. Virtually a couple of months later, it we went into the first concourse. And that's when you start, the judges start to say, look at, you know, oh, this is not quite right and that's not quite right. And then you set about. So, how many things were those... not
1: quite right on yours, Frank?
2: Uh, oh, look, there was, there was, uh, yeah, there was, a, I can't remember, but there was probably, you know, half a dozen items. Some of them were quite minor. I mean, like clamps and things. and. Not so much. Uh, not, not not so much clamp, but more uh, of um, de- some some of it was detailing, which uh, I won't go into. As in cleaning. Like yes.
0: Yeah, we talked about cleanliness, so yes, they so. do need to be clean. But tell us a story about the overspray and the undercarriage. I mean, yeah, what's the story huge. with that? I mean,
2: yeah, that was one of the areas that uh, was, uh, was lost points on because the the car when it was come out of the factory. Uh, when they sprayed them, the process of spraying the car, the body colour went into the undercarriage. So the undercarriage from each side had overspray from the body colour. So
0: the undercarriage is normally black or what? Or the,
2: normal, the undercarriage is normally a red. It's a red oxide. A red oxide. So yep. it's basically an undercarriage. A reddish orange oxide. Yep. 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 So but they've all come. been oversprayed. So when they put the body colour on it, uh, when as it goes down the line, uh, the process was that the overspray, the body colour would get, would overspray into the undercarriage, the, which, you know, that's the way where they were and that's the way they come out.
0: So you, when you restored it, you didn't like the idea of having overspray? Well,
2: when I had, when my guys was spray painting it, he came to me, he said, you got to come down here and have a look. He said, have a look at this, and then he, we're looking underneath, he said, and he had it turned, you know, he said, no, so this is uh, the way we can do it without the overspray and, it, you know. It just been put together. It looked magnificent. So he said, do you want overspray? I thought. And he, and he warned me. He said, if you don't have the overspray, you're likely to lose points in a concourse. He said. Yeah, he knew. You, yeah, he knew. And if you want it to be the original way to come out of the factory, you come out with overspray. And I thought, oh, I don't want to see overspray under the car. It's so too it. good to have overspray. It's, it's but so you
1: can't it. actually see it when it's. You have to get on your hands and knees, really, to look under, correct? Or you, so you put mirror a mirror. Oh, mirror. mirror underneath. Oh, the
2: mirror. But in in the actual judging, they do put on a hoist.
1: Yeah, but for yourself, I'm saying you, you don't want to see overspray. No. You wouldn't see it. No, you stocks wouldn't. Stocks and parks <laughs> on the side of the road, right? So <laughs> but, uh, so you said no, I don't so want So I said
2: it. no, I don't want overspray. And, uh, well, within three years, three or four years of uh, showing it. I, losing points. And losing points, I came to the realisation that, well, i got to do the overspray. So we set about doing that, and let me tell you, that was a task.
0: <laughs> yeah, because you would have had all the wires and the conduits there, I suppose, to do the overspray. What do you pull it all apart? What do you do? You rip it well, apart again? You, yeah.
2: No, well, you put some of them you can pull apart. They like can remove the handbrake cable and take that aside. But you use things like the fuel lines, you can't. You can't remove them. Things like the uh, fuel line, the brake lines, where they're visible, you can't. You can't remove them.
0: So you've got to mask them up, so you've I got suppose. Probably mask
2: them up, and you know, slightly give a bit of a gap between them and the underbody to get a bit of an overspray underneath there, so that it doesn't. So it looks like it was done before the fuel line was put in.
1: So here's some advice to anyone that is restoring <laughs> one of these old <laughs> Mustangs. Overspray. You need to make sure you overspray. Yeah. Do it before you put it back together.
2: If you want to get you know original class, yes, you got to do, do it the way you come out of the factory.
1: So, so you've owned this car now for how long, Fred?
2: Uh, Eleven years.
1: How long? How yeah. often would you drive it?
2: Uh, well, now that uh, I've got the top prize, I, I probably drive it a couple, two or three times a year. So it's a show car. It is a show car. It's, still, it's still technically a show car, a I show guess. Car. But uh, it, I'll be driving it more in future.
0: So you won the highest award here in Australia. Did you venture overseas or anything? with
2: uh, The thought, the thought we crossed our minds. Uh, we did touch on the subject, but then we thought, no, no, it's just too hard.
0: So yeah. you'd have to, I mean, if you did it overseas, you'd have to, you'd have to transship it. it you'd to it
2: over there and pay all the costs of, you know, what's involved. And uh, I spoke to a, a friend of mine who, uh, in WA, who went over to for a show in Detroit, and he told me about what he had to went through to get a car from Perth to Detroit, and after after listening to what his story and what he went through, and I actually saw the container that he built specially purposely built to put his car in there. I thought, nah. <laughs> So was
0: that, that the important. was that the XA or XB um, in the Riddler? What's the called
2: the Riddler? Yeah, the it's, uh, it's called the uh, Audra, Riddler or Oparama, but it's a Riddler Award. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. they
0: did quite well. Apparently, I think he yeah, did quite well. He did.
2: He it? did very well. He got the uh, he got the um, uh, in the top it? eight or something. Yes, he got the top eight, called the Great Eight, and he uh, then uh, got oh, what is it got the. Um, People's Choice of wood.
0: Okay, so that's that's completely different to doing original. So that's a resto mod. They do whatever they. Yeah, eat.
2: that one there. The more way out you go, the better you are. Anything, okay. the that's, more points mm, you get. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, so going back to yours with a thoroughbred. Now, if that was judged, okay, you didn't take it overseas or whatever. But if that was judged overseas, would it still reach the same level?
2: Uh, it would be close. I think uh, I've had I've sent photos because I am with the Shelby American Club and I've sent photos to people over there that have looked at it, and they've – look, they, they're they probably going to be a little bit more critical than, than here, but they it's also because they've got access to more uh, better parts and they know where they can get, you know, new stock. New original, old stock. New, sorry, new old stock parts. Thanks, so. Yeah. All right. And uh, so, you know, they can – but also over there, they've got this class that if, if a certain part, let's say like a moulding, uh, if it might have a bit of uh, – Frame, imperfection. Imperfection, if it's original, and you can prove it's original, they'll give you points for that rather than you putting a new one, which is, you know, perfect. a cast or, you know, it yep. might look perfect, but it's not the original part. Whereas here, they don't care about that. All they care about is how it looks. If it's imperfect, you know, you lose points.
0: Okay, so when you bought the car, if it hadn't been painted and it was sort of, well, let's say original, um, but it had patina on it, would you have then restored it?
2: Oh, I don't know.
0: Because that's a bit oh, – because that's uh. interesting, like, you know, we talk about it in the Ferrari world too, that if it's original and it's got its – the original parts and it's got some patina on it, that's worth more in terms of points than it then is restoring. a fully restored one because it's not original. Correct. It's not how it come out of the factory. Uh,
2: look, the, the the car was original. I mean, the, the only thing there, the paint had uh – Obviously, it had been deteriorated a bit over the 40 years and uh, it had a few extra coats on it. But uh, whether I would have still done it, yeah, I think I would have.
0: Yeah, because I mean, what it is, is you've got a car and you want it nice and you want it. But uh, I mean, if it was completely, completely original, you may not have, even though you're saying you would now. But maybe not. Maybe not.
1: How many Fred, how many of these Shelby's are out there here in Australia that you've seen of your Um, model?
2: There's probably of my model, uh, now I should know because I've. It'd be the registry. You'd have it in your registry. It's registry, but I believe there's there's probably about 15, 20 in Australia.
1: I I
0: don't think I've ever seen one. No, you see the. Well, you've got the GT350s, the KR. Yeah.
1: I've seen
2: one. the 350 is not a KR, it
1: didn't come out as a KR, no, so only the, the only the
2: 500 came out as a KR, and it was only the 68s. And so they were the late, mod, late model ones.
1: I'm saying you see the Mustangs like your brother's got, they're everywhere, but these ones like Fred's got, I don't, you don't see them often. No, and you don't so of the ones you've seen in Australia, or well, lucky enough to mm-hmm. see, obviously yours is mm. the king of the show, but is anyone near that in quality? Uh, yes, Origin?
2: there's there's a couple of uh, there's a couple of others. In so this, the owners in this have story. maintained the yes. Well, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, there are Great. there are a couple of others that I know of that are uh, very you know quite a, I mean, they vary in condition, but there's you know especially one other, and it's a '67 uh, that is you know it's immaculate. Immaculate.
1: And any other others signed by Carroll Shelby?
2: There's quite a few signed by Carroll Shelby. Yes, okay. yeah, there are quite a few signed by him.
0: Yeah. Well, and what about any uh, Ferrari signed by Enzo Ferrari?
1: <laughs> I think they're going to be hard to find. There's already some out there, though. Yeah, who knows? Who yeah. knows?
2: You'll have, nah, to, you f- have to get him out here to do some uh, <laughs> signing. I think it's Microsoft. a bit late
1: for that now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's uh, so you're saying you're going to drive it more. Have you ever uh, – I mean, you are still going to take it to shows for judging or
2: uh, – my, my to, I'd like to take the motor classic again I like I think it's a lot of fun the good uh, it's a great uh, show
0: yeah I must admit out of all the shows that I know of and I've been to you know in the, well South australia Australia yeah. the motor classic is absolutely phenomenal because it's also in
1: the exhibition hall which is a you know a, a heritage hall which uh, it was great yeah. now Fred you've not only got this Shelby in the garage you've got another Mustang also
2: I've got my uh, I've got a 68 Standard.
1: Yeah, that's
0: the fastback. That, th- that's an interesting story too because that one there you bought, you sold.
2: And then bought back again.
0: And bought back because you bought that for your, for Marina, didn't you, originally?
2: Yeah. yeah so that was a daily so, driver. Uh, well, originally it was, a, it was our car. That was Oh, the, your family car? That was yeah, in the 1980, 81, 82. That was the daily driver.
1: 68 fastback? Yep. What colour? Blue? Blue. Acapulco, blue, same colour. Acapulco.
2: Oh. Acapulco blue.
0: Oh, both same so colour. So we has got matching. So we'll, go, we'll do a video oh, with I that. Oh, I want to see we'll those. The other one as well, which you had for a while, I don't know how long you had, you had a, uh, I won't say red, I think it was a Maroon Fastback.
2: It's a uh, Yeah, it was a um, maroon, 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 Maroon uh, um, Mac 1, 69 Mac 1.
0: 69 Mac 1, and that was a manual. And that one, I remember driving it. And yeah. I couldn't wait to get out of there because that clutch pedal was that heavy. And we're going down Norwood Parade, stopping at the lights. And I'm trying to hold the clutch in. You've got to be joking. Yeah, but
2: that, um that did have a pretty heavy clutch that one? Yeah, but yeah. that
0: also was heavily modified, the engine, wasn't it? Because that, yeah, the that engine used was, to move.
2: Yeah, yeah. The engine was heavily modified. It was that was not a you wouldn't win too many prizes in originality for that car. Although the, the body itself, the the body and everything was original, but just the engine was uh,
0: Okay. So uh, what did you have in that one? What was that?
2: Uh, that was a 351 Windsor.
1: Okay, but modified,
2: you yeah, know, so yeah, you get a was, few more horsepower. Yeah, yeah.
1: But that that used to go. So, Fred, that's three Fords in your garage. You are of Italian origins. Please <laughs> tell me there's another <laughs> F coming, and it's not a Ford. Well, <laughs>
0: well no. there might be. Yeah, <laughs> there and you could, be. <laughs> couldn't help yourself. But anyway, that's a story <laughs> for another day. Okay. All right, that's great. Thanks, Fred. We're going to leave it there. Thanks uh, again for coming on, Fred. Uh, Great story and uh, some of the photos that we're going to show you, and that will uh, it's phenomenal. And I don't think really the the photos would do it justice.
1: I tell you, the one that I looked at today, and I just couldn't stop looking at it, was the signature. When I saw the signature on the dash, I thought, wow, wow, wow! I just went back in and out of that photo, and that's just like I said, iconic, an iconic photo.
0: What rare. Quite rare, for sure. And uh, we're going to leave it there, Fred. Um, thank you, Ori. So you can catch us on the show at Ori at gmail.com and, of course, on Instagram and, and YouTube. So we look forward to uh, seeing them ourselves on that. So uh, we're going to leave it there. Thank you very much. And remember, if your car's not a classic... It will be one day. Thank you.
2: Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.